0: Today on the Podcast Review Show, we're checking out Champions Mojo.
1: Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized
0: serving of opinion.
1: Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments,
0: and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com. Hey, welcome to the Podcast Review Show. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the schoolofpodcasting.com. This is where we grab, and tonight we're with uh, Kelly Palace here from Champions Mojo, and we go over your show, we find out what you're doing. You know, this is great, and those things that need just, just a little, would you say, Eric, just a little polish? Just a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And so every now and then, and that's Eric K. Johnson. You might know him as the podcast talent coach. Uh, Eric, how's it going, buddy? Things are great. Looking, uh, looking forward to getting into this one. This was a fun podcast. Yeah. And Kelly's website is championsmojo.com. Kelly, what, uh, what inspired you to, to start the podcast?
2: Well, I love podcasts myself. I was listening to a bunch of podcasts and then I thought, you know, I'm I'm a swimming, a swimmer, a swim fanatic, a a former swim coach. And I went looking for swimming podcasts and there really was a huge gap in the podcast community for swimming podcasts. So I thought, well, why not start one?
0: Yeah, you're you're not the first that either if there are any out there, they're not talking about what you want to talk about. I know a bunch of people that have said, well, there were a couple out there, but I kept screaming at my dashboard and uh you know they just decided to start one of your own. Uh reminds that? me of the uh,
1: wrestling podcast that we reviewed. <laughs> yeah. The the wrestle cuz it was Greek Roman wrestling and he couldn't find any podcasts for it and so he started his own. Yeah. What's
0: uh what's the goal of the podcast?
2: I really want to get more people excited about swimming and especially it's just an, it is the most exciting time ever in the, in the sport of competitive swimming. The international swim league is launching this October. So for the first time ever, there is going to be a professional swim league. It's going to be uh, all from professional swimmers from all across the world. So, you know, little girls and little boys can now grow up uh, dreaming of being a professional swimmer and, Swimming is the most-watched sport in the Olympic Games. It uh, gets 300 million viewers. And so we swim fans really only get great swimming every four years. And so um, we really – I would love more people to get connected to the pros. Hmm. So I don't know where I left you, but I I really want more people to – enjoy watching swimming, hearing from great swimmers, hearing from great coaches and not just have to wait every four years for the Olympics. I don't know where I got cut out there, but no,
0: that'll work. Perfect. It uh, yeah. Keep it in the minds of, of people, as opposed, like you said, instead of every, every four years. All right, well let's go ahead and jump into these clips. We're going to listen. I I clipped like the first couple of minutes from your show just to kind of have the intro and, and just listen to you introduce your guests so kick back and get comfy and let's listen to the uh, first couple of minutes here of Champions Mojo
3: I was lucky to only be um, see and receive positive support from almost everyone you know on the national team all my teammates anyone that I've ever surrounded myself with um, reached out their support and I was, I was really thankful for that
4: Welcome to Champions Mojo Weekly Podcast, where your hosts Kelly Palace and Maria Parker share with you what it takes to be a champion. Kelly is a former Division I head swim coach, Olympic trials qualifier, and holds Masters World and National Swimming records, and Maria holds World Records in Endurance Cycling, and was the overall women's winner of the world's toughest bike race, Race Across America. They'll be sharing their personal stories and wisdom, along with interviewing other champions to give you the tools you need for becoming a true champion in your own life. And now your host, Kelly Pallas.
2: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Champions Mojo podcast, where I am co-hosting with Maria Parker. We have a phenomenal show for you today. We'll be talking about staying strong in the face of adversity. And we have a great interview with someone who has done that so well recently. And that is none other than Madison Cox. Madison's swimming resume is very impressive. So, Maria, hello, friend. Hello, Kelly. I'm really excited to talk with Madison today. Me too, Maria. But before we bring Madison in, will you tell our listeners a bit about Madison's swim career? Sure, Kelly. Uh, Madison Cox is one of our top U.S. swimmers.
5: After a stellar NCAA career at the University of Texas, where she was a multiple-time All-American and school record holder, she went on to win a gold medal in the 2017 World Championships as part of the U.S. 4x200 free relay. And earned an individual bronze medal in the 200 IM. Madison finished just two spots out of making the 2016 Olympic team in the 200 and 400 IM. And Madison just keeps getting better. She was recently ranked number one in the world and is currently ranked number one in the US in the 200 IM. She's also currently on a fantastic run at the TYR Pro Swim Series, winning the 200 IM at the last two stops. Needless to say, there's definitely some momentum building with her swimming performance.
2: Yes. Without further delay, let's talk to Madison about this momentum. So, Madison, welcome to Champions Mojo. Thank you for being here.
0: And that, is the, uh, that gets us right to uh, the guest. So, Eric, I'll let you go first. What were your thoughts on the, uh, on the intro? Lots to like about the intro.
1: I like the way that we start off right out of the box with a listener benefit. We give the little clip to kind of tease what the episode's about and then we're into the recorded intro and we talk about that we're going to share with you what it takes to be a champion. So there's definitely a nice listener benefit right there to start. Then we go right into Kelly and Maria's kind of resume Gives us proof that uh, they have the qualifications and know what they're talking about. They're uh, world record holders and champions and qualifiers, and they got the resume to back it up. I thought all of that was really strong. If there was one thing I could do to make the intro a little better, I think the intro clip could have been stronger. We start off the the show with the guest saying she was lucky to be surrounded uh, with positive support. And so I was lucky to have that. And I don't know who she is. i you know, I want to be a champion, but I'm, I'm not knee deep into swimming, so I wasn't familiar with her coming into the episode. And by just that little clip, um, it didn't tell me a whole lot about her. That clip at the beginning is to really uh, pique the interest of the listener and suck them into the into the episode. And throughout the show, there are a lot of clips in this episode, which we'll highlight a little later on uh, that could have have been used. As that highlight clip for me, not even knowing anything about uh, swimming, had I heard that clip, I would have said, wow, what's this all about? We're going to get into some 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 nonsense here. This is going to be crazy because she's got an amazing story. I don't think the clip did the story justice. So if I was to make the the intro any stronger, that that would have been the only change. I think the recorded intro is solid. One question I do have, you use the bubbles at the beginning, and I know you have a background in swimming, but Maria's got that background in cycling. Is every interview with a swimmer or do we talk to all sorts of champions?
2: Right now, we're only talking with swimmers, and that's one of our kind of things that we need to to nail down is, okay. is whether we're going to purely talk to swimming champions or all champions. What? I can, I could clarify that by saying we interviewed a major league baseball, you know, all-star who's now swimming. So I think they can be (laughs) any kind of champion as long as they do dip their toe in the pool.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Because the bubbles, I thought if we're talking to people who aren't swimmers, then the bubbles kind of don't fit. But if we're only talking to swimmers, then maybe there needs to be something in the title of the show that, that makes us understand that the champions that we're talking with are swimming champions and not just general champions because champions mojo just kind of talks about, Hey, you want to be a champion or, or, you know, we talk to champions and figure out how they make it click. That's what champions mojo is all about. Um, but if it's championship swimmer mojo or something, I don't, if we're only talking to swimmers, so just, just a thought, there was, there was just some little confusion on my part there.
0: And I think you and Maria do, I forget what your schedule is, but is it twice a a week you do kind of, instead of doing an interview, it's you and Maria talking about a subject, correct?
2: Yes. Every other show. So the odd number shows, we always interview a swimmer or a swim coach. And then the even numbered shows, we talk just the two of us, which we qualify ourselves, you know, as champions. Mm -hmm. So we talk about mindset, motivation, health, fitness, wellness, things that would help people listening to, you know, champion their own life as we call it. So the odd numbers are very hardcore swimming. And we have listeners that have said, you know, I'm only listening to the even numbers because I love you and Maria, but I don't like swimming. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, that's cool. Just, you know, listen to the even numbers and don't listen to the odd numbers. And then I'm sure we have swimmers that don't listen to the even numbers. So, that's you know, we, we wanted to you know, we're still very young and we're trying to keep it more open, but I I feel like, you know, hopefully you guys will give me some good feedback, but I feel like maybe going for a niche is always what is recommended in podcasting. And certainly it's hugely needed in the sport of swimming to have a podcast like this. So, you know, that's, that's where we are.
1: Yeah. I don't have any problem with you only talking to swimmers because uh, as you were talking about that niche, hasn't been filled my thought is that if I'm looking for a swimming podcast and I come across Champions Mojo, I'm not aware that it's a swimming podcast. Yeah,
0: it might. you might want to, I don't know, Swimmers Mojo or Champion Swimmers or something to get in there, because unfortunately, Apple only searches the title of your show, the title of your episodes and the author field. So anything you have in your description or your it's just because so many people spammed that field that they just were like, all right, we're not going to use that anymore. Cause it's just nonsense. So the only thing I, I kind of thought the same thing, it's like, if we're, if we're a swimming show, then let's plan our flag and, and put swimming in the title or something like that. The other thing I noticed and I thought at first I was being, uh, I always say, sometimes we listen through the ears of a podcaster, but when I then, once I noticed it, your guest is an, um, machine, she, and now <laughs> to her, now let's, let's not forget who we're talking to. This is a 20 something year old female yeah. college student, but it just really got to the point where like every answer. So, um, and, and what got me is I know you have an editor and I'm like, who is editing this? Cause I, if it was something <laughs> like, like if I was talking to Eric and I said, uh, I think it was next Thursday. Okay. That one I'm going to leave in there. Cause I got to get a scalpel to get that. I'm away from, I think it's next Thursday. But this is, well, you'll just hear, here's, here's a clip of,
3: uh, uh, and, um, so they, they, I mean, they, they gave me tremendous amounts of support, just, just that little circle. It was, it was, um, it was mind blowing how much support, um, I was able to receive just from that small circle. Uh, and then after it eventually all came out by, you know, my friends, everyone supported me as well. And I I was really thankful for that. I, I remember the day it came out, um, I, my phone was just, my phone was blowing up and it was, I was, I was really nervous of what was to happen. You know, I, I know there's people that will have their own um, opinions out there in the world and you know, they're, they're, they have the right to those opinions as well. Um, but I was lucky to only be. Um,
0: so we get the the point now here's right, the thing right. is now this might be somebody who's never been on a podcast. She might think she's on a live radio show. And, you know, she just might be nervous and that's, I'm not criticizing the fact. Right, right. It's just the fact that you can clean it up later because if my goal is to make my guests sound good, or if I'm trying to help this girl get sponsors, I, I just, for right. me, and, and the one, all she did was go, uh, and I was, and it was a thing where, I don't know, Eric, what are your thoughts on this? Cause did, did that catch your ear or is that just Dave being Mr. Nitpicky podcaster?
1: Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of 20 somethings, you know, in everyday life. And so I'm kind of used to it. It didn't bother me nearly as much as it bothered you, but you know, if it were my podcast and I was editing it, I probably wouldn't spend all the time going to edit it out. Cause that's just who she is. Right. But if you're actually paying somebody to edit your show, hold them to a higher standard and make them clean it up. I mean, if you're actually giving them money to, to edit your show, then make them edit the show. If if it were me and my podcast, and I'm the one that had to spend the hour to go take all the ums out, I would say forget it. I'm not wasting my time. That's how she sounds. That's how she sounds. I'm, yeah, you
0: know. that, that is the there. There are two kinds of schools. There is a edit it and make it highly polished, or B, we're going to keep it real. And so uh, this show, I kind of come across a hybrid. Anything that's super low hanging fruit, I'll pull out the ums. But if it's something where, like I said, it's run into a word and The the beauty of podcasting is it's your show. If you don't think it's if it's fine that way, leave it. I just for me, it was one of those things once I noticed it, I I just was like, wow, that's there's another one and another one. And that again might just be me being that I know um I'm in a podcast editors group and they all talk about how um like when they go to hear a live speaker and they're an unmachine live, they just they can't because you can't edit it because it's live. And they're like, I can't take it. Uh, so the other clip here, uh, Eric, you had a note here, something about digging deeper for, for feedback. So let me play this clip.
3: That one thing, that's one thing that I, I took with me into this case. I know it, it would have been easy. I mean, I it could have been easy to just be like, well, you know what? Like it's not meant to be Something's not meant to be. I'll just take my four, four-year ban and run and not, and not try to gain some justice out of it. You know, it, I knew it was a long road ahead when I, when I went into it, but I don't think for a second, I, I doubted, um, what I had chosen to do with hiring the lawyer and um, deciding to prove my innocence. I think, um, I think I, I took that, that lesson of, of swimming, you know, we want something we go after, we work our hardest for it. And I think um, we, my, me, myself and my parents included, my coach did that with this, with this trial, we decided, you know what, we're going to go all in. We're going to get justice from this. We're not going to get um, we're not going to get banned for something we never did. And we, it it was, it was a hard and long road. And I remember every phone call I got, I was, I was scared to pick it up because it was most of the time it wasn't good news, but, um, we just persevered. And that's what, that's what swimming's about. You know, that's, that's what happens when you have a bad season. It's, it's really easy to just throw in the towel and be like, Oh, I, you know, this sport isn't for me. It's too hard. I'm I'm not getting best times, but I'm trying so hard. But, um, but as athletes, that's not what we do. We, you know, you pick yourself up, you learn from the lessons and you, you move forward and you get better along the way. That is a beautiful, beautiful
2: answer, and right off the cuff, man, you just that you nailed that. That is exactly what I was looking for. So I, I think that's that's so great, Madison. So um, obviously you've dealt with.
0: Okay, so Eric, does that clue anything that you were talking about in your notes? Yeah. So I think that clip, her little uh, monologue there,
1: there was about three parts in there that I would have clipped and used as the tease at the mm-hmm. beginning of the show. That would have made me want to stick around. The part where she says, she says something like, "Uh, I could have just taken my four year ban and run, but instead my parents and I decided to hire a lawyer and fight it. And I thought, wow, that would have been a great clip at the beginning. Because if I heard just that sentence, I would have been, yeah, let's figure out what this is all about. Or she goes, you know, I'm getting punished for something. I didn't do. And yeah, it was hard when my parents and I hired the lawyer, but we wanted to fight it until the end. And every time the phone rang, I was scared to pick it up because it was never good news. And I thought even that clip right there, that would have been, that would have been exciting at the beginning to, for me to kind of figure out what the rest of the story is. So the, I think there are, there's one part in here where she says, you know, I hope I, I, we kept it into a small circle. Cause I hoped it would never come out. Cause I didn't think I would be found guilty and it would never have to come out, but unfortunately it did. And even that part right there, I would have been like, wow, what had to come out? What yeah. am I, you know, not even being a swimming fan, I would have loved to have heard her story because she has a great story to tell. And, and sometimes you're a little too close to the forest to see the trees and you can't figure out which part to grab and pull out, but find that one that really kind of, Wets the appetite and wants wants to hear the story. Like makes me really go, "Wow, what is this all about?"
2: You're and- so right. You're so right. And I I I want to say that I was tempted to pull out those controversial tips, and we have some fans of our show, family and friends that say. You guys need to be more controversial. You need to ask the hard questions. You know, you're too nice, and so, <laughs> I and and it's I, I don't know if it's just my feminine side, but I I told when I went into the interview with Madison, I didn't want to focus on that, and I I'm sure some of her ums are because what she went through mm. was just horrific. I mean, I mean, yeah. you, you just you can't. It, it's lucky she doesn't have an ulcer or, you know, she is a golden girl. She's pre-med. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's so successful. And to have that rug pulled out from under her, I just didn't, I didn't want to traumatize her. And, and I felt like if I wanted to focus on how did you get through, how do you get through horrific times and, and, and not kind of be journalistic, and, and use that. And so that, you know, I deliberately went with something kind of soft and, and so um, I, but I, I hear you.
1: I I appreciate what you're saying that we don't want to drag her through this whole thing, but we, we start the show there. I mean, we start the show with you telling her whole story and, and the title of the episode is all about perseverance and how she got through it. And that clip where she said, where she said I was getting punished for something I didn't do, and yeah, I could have taken the four year ban and just walked away and said, "Fine, I'm done." But we did, we didn't. We decided to fight it, which shows me she's a pretty much, she's a badass. Like she yeah. isn't gonna she isn't gonna let anybody push her around. And yeah, right. she got stripped of everything she earned and worked for for something she didn't do.
2: Yes, I mean, imagine it, guys. Your vitamin your daily vitamin and there will be there will be people around the world that will never think she's clean and when she goes to the olympics and wins a medal there will still be scuttlebutt that she's a doper you know
1: that's what i was thinking about as i was listening to that i was thinking if she ever makes it to tv swimming in the olympics that's going to be the asterisk that's going to be the thing like Oh, here she is. Remember, she's the one when the whole the whole doping scandal when when the vitamin like that's going to be her storyline. It's not going to be the fact that she's the best swimmer out there or the fact that she had to fight three times and to get into the Olympics or that, you know, she was a champion at Texas or any of that. It's going to be she took vitamins.
2: Right. It's terrible. So, yeah, but great feedback.
0: (laughs) And then, Eric, I wanted your feedback on the fact that she was kind of critiquing the answer. Like at the end, you're like, that is a great, which I guess is very family, family feud. When you think about it, um,
2: (laughs) wait, I got to tell you what happened there. Okay. Because we, okay. We did edit some of her and the reason that I see I'm a former coach. Okay. And the reason that that I did that answer and I almost cleaned that up is because the beginning of that answer was like this. Well, um, Mm. Give me some time. Let me think about that, yeah. and then and so that's you know she she processed it with us, and so that was kind of like wow, you kind of did that off the cuff. Ah, I see there that we. that was it was a non sequitur. Yeah,
1: yeah, there were there were two times that I heard you do that, and I think Maria did it one time where she said that that was great. That's exactly what I was looking for, and I didn't have a problem with it because you asked the question she answered it in kind of a roundabout way it wasn't really the answer we were looking for and then you asked the question again in a different way in a it, and I, I think it might have
0: had to do with oh, i have a clip right here as you say this here's one you- where you asked her about goal setting
2: so um tell us about your your goal setting
3: are you a goal setter oh absolutely i am yeah
0: and i love the like you just like really like you're just sitting there like
3: yeah. <laughs> i am no, no, no. That's
2: my horrible, you know, I, journalism 101, never ask a yes
0: or no questions. Well, that's right. That's actually so, in Eric's I notes. Mean,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like, that was dumb. As soon as I said it, I was like, oh, okay. So I should have said, yeah. tell us about your goal setting.
0: Right.
1: So, because yeah. every champion's a goal setter, right? right. I mean, otherwise right. you're not going to become a champion. Yeah. Yeah. And most people over 30, if you ask them a question about, you know, are you a goal setter? Tell us about your goal setting they're going to give you a long answer. A 24-year-old or a 26-year-old, they're going to go, yep, I said goals. And yep. then they're going to stop talking because that's what you asked. But there was another question too where you asked, one of you asked the question and she answered it kind of half-heartedly. And then you reshaped the question, you asked it again in a different way. And then she gave a great answer. And I think it was some sort of specific techniques that she used to get through this whole thing. And she yeah, kind of perfect. gave kind of a... a soft shoe answer. And then you asked it again, like what specific techniques, like really helped you get through swimming and get through uh pre-med and that sort of thing. And she gave you a great answer. And then you came back and said, that's, that was a great answer. That's exactly what we were looking for. That's, and it yeah, sounded,
0: I, I, yeah, it sounded like this,
3: but you know, you, you have your support system behind you and you have your goals in your mind. And, and with that combination, it's. It's really hard to be stopped. Yes,
5: absolutely. How did you develop that determination? Was that from swimming or do you think your parents raised you that way?
0: So that's just a great example. Uh, I know Eric had in his notes, just you you guys, and I know it sounds silly, but you actually listen to your guests. And there are some (laughs) people that don't. They're just going down. Okay, Question number seven. Yes. What, what was your aha moment? You're like, huh So I
1: actually listened to a podcast yesterday that they went, okay, all right. Question number three, and <laughs> literally said question number three, and asked the question. And I'm like, question number oh three. Gosh. Like, what are we doing? And the 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 hardest part about interviewing, and the thing that makes a great interviewer is active listening and asking great follow up questions that are going through the minds of your listener. And and right there was a great example of just stopping the interview and asking, yeah, okay, tell, tell me about that. It was a great follow-up question and a, a great example of listening well through the entire interview.
2: And Maria, Maria is the bomb on that. She, she like keeps me, but we write out our questions a little bit, but we always have at the top, but follow the answer. Don't yeah. follow
1: the questions. <laughs> yeah, because you can always revert back to your list of questions. You know, if the if there isn't a follow up, you can always go back and say, okay, um, and then ask the next question, which you you did a great job of asking the question and then getting out of the way. Both of you did like a lot of people, uh, especially when we review interviews on this show, they'll ask a question and then they'll frame it six ways to Sunday. And then all of a sudden you can't remember what the original question was. You guys do a great job asking the question and then. Being quiet, so the guests can actually
0: answer the question, and then we did have one question we thought we could kind of kind of polish up a little bit, and that was this one
2: yeah that that's exactly um in fact, one of you know our questions that we ask all of our guests is what techniques did you learn from swimming that you've taken outside of the pool to deal with challenges
0: and erica i'll let you take
1: that I always hesitate. To use the phrase, we always ask our guests this question. Or one question we always ask our guests is this. It makes your guests seem just like everyone else. They're not special. They're not unique. We ask you the same questions we ask everybody else. Like we didn't didn't do much preparation for this. So even if it is a question that you ask everybody, you know, what's the one thing that you learned in the pool that you now use in everyday life, and you ask that question of everybody, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. It's when you say, we I, we like to ask everybody this question. And it's like, well, it then it's the same question we ask in everybody. And it doesn't make this interview feel special. And it doesn't make this guest feel special. So I, I would just clean up the question. You can continue to ask the question. Just take that whole qualifier off the beginning of it.
0: Thank you. The uh, then once you got through the interview, you then did a recap, which I'm a big fan of recaps. I think it's my my teacher background. Wait, Dave, but, yeah.
2: Before we go to the recap, sure. one of the one of the questions that Maria and I have as is you see podcasters and, and people who have shows like one of my favorite um, shows is Impact Theory with Tom You I don't know if you've watched that. It's not really a podcast, but it's a it's a great show. But he, he interviews the thought leaders on many, many subjects, but he's a billionaire himself. He started Quest Nutrition, and he usually will interject his own stories, which people love, but he's also interviewing the thought leader in the country on some subject. And I realize that we're having guests on our show to tell their stories, but Maria and I have great stories, too. And so... I wanted your, your guys feedback on my little story of, um, you know, what happened to me and, and,
0: and for, because you may not have heard it yet. The story is amazing. Uh, you have a, a really nice resume and you finally get to be a coach and you walk up to your team and they're all kind of grumpy and looking at their feet and, you know, kind of grumbling. And one of them chipes up and says, yeah, um, coach up. Uh, I don't want to be coached by a woman because when you first started, I was like, where are we going with this? The impact of that. I was like, Oh, holy cow. Are you kidding me? And I thought it was a great discussion. So I, I thought it was great. What I hate to hear is what I will call a me too. And I I do this when I actually do an interview. I just cut them out. So if somebody says, I don't know, we're talking about cooking, and they go, my favorite cookie is the chocolate chip cookie. And I go, oh, man, my mom made the best chocolate chip cookies. I would go in, I'd, I'd eat the dough before it was eaten. I will take that out because I'm just me tooing it. They've We've already come to the conclusion. But that really wasn't a me too. It was, it was a, a nice tangent, but it really tied into... The fact that that of her coaches and and I think which then tied into her saying, yes, I think because I was uh, I had a female coach who was strong, that might have rubbed off on why I'm strong. Eric, what were your thoughts on uh, Kelly's story? If you listen to
1: anything that I do, you know, I'm a big fan of storytellers because that's how your listeners get to know you mm-hmm. and know what you value and what you're all about. And during an interview, it's very difficult to tell stories to allow your listeners to get to know you. Uh, I loved the story that you told. I thought it was impactful. I thought it was powerful. And I thought it, it tied in nicely with the content. Uh, If you, and and I wish we had the clip, but if you, if you listen to the very end of the story where you give the kind of the, the climax where, well, they didn't want to, they didn't want to swim for, and and it was a a female swim team. (laughs) They didn't want to swim for a, a woman, which was bizarre. Now, granted it was years ago, but then you you take that and you walk it into, well, then I went around the room and I said, yeah, well, uh, what are you studying? I'm studying law. Well, what what would you think if they said, I don't want you as my attorney because you're a woman? Or what are you studying? I'm studying pre-med. Same thing. And uh, it kind of just ends there, right? And we don't take it anywhere. And everybody in the room is kind of looking at each other going, mm-hmm, mm, yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Like, we don't know where to go with it. so. What I would recommend is yes, continue to use stories like that in there. Tell your stories; they're they're powerful and they're phenomenal. But let them lead to something. So, if you're going to tell the story about the the time your first time being an NCAA head coach, Division one, and this is what happens to you, n- n- let that lead into a question. So, you went around the room and you said, "Yeah, what are you? Pre med? What are you? I'm in law." And then let that lead into, well, uh, then ask your guest a question. Have you ever run into a situation where being a woman was uh, to your disadvantage or where women didn't take you seriously just because you're a female? Because she actually gets into a nice story right after that, saying, when I decided to go swim at Texas for this female coach, uh, I didn't even give it two thoughts that she was female. Like that didn't even... Cross my mind. And that's how different today is from then, which was a great discussion. So maybe after your story, you could have led into how did going to swim for one of the most powerful female coaches in the country impact your decision to swim there? And she could have taken that into it didn't even cross my mind. So, yes, continue to tell your stories, but let your stories further the conversation and take it into a new direction. Thank you. And, it's very difficult to do on the fly. Yeah, It's not, Kelly, you're not going to get it for, right out of the gate. I mean, you're going to tell your stories and you're going to go, you're going to, in your mind, you're going to be coming to the end of the story and you're going to be going, oh crap, where am I going with this? Like, how am I going to get out of this? How? Right. What question am I going to ask? So it's not going to come easily. Um,
2: did, I, did I ask her, because I'm feeling there was an edit that missed what I asked, but did did I ask her because I listened to it today too, but I thought I asked her why she thinks there aren't more women coaches in division one.
1: It was something like that. It wasn't, I don't think it was that exact question because she said, I think you asked her for her opinion on something like that because she said, uh, she said she was surprised there were only two in the top 25. And she, she said, I'm actually hurt by that, that there are only two which I thought was really powerful that she was crushed that only two of the top 25 swim coaches in the country are women.
2: Coaching women.
1: Coaching women. Yes.
2: Yeah, this is incredible.
1: And, yeah. and uh, she had a powerful answer to it. Uh, I just think going from your story to that part of her discussion, there was that kind of uncomfortable pause there. Like, where do we go from here? And then we kind of picked it up again. So the momentum kind of slowed down a little bit. OK, so then it I that. I don't have any problem. What you did sounded great. It was uh, I loved the story. I loved where you took it. Um, just kind of work on keeping that momentum flowing in there, even if it does take a creative edit or two um, until you really get a natural hang for it. But it, it'll take a long time to master.
0: But that was actually one of the things I liked about when you guys did the recap is because there there are two ways to blow a recap. One is you have a. 10 minute interview and then you do a 10 minute recap and you're like okay we, we you just redid the interview I'm like right I love it when somebody says wow did you hear that you know what my favorite part of that interview was and then they pick out the stuff this is this is what moved me as opposed to a bevel, and that's kind of what you guys were doing and that's where you guys started to work in the stories and I love the one uh that your co-host said
2: love it love it how about for you what's another one um uh obviously
5: you know, with with meta, pre, being pre-med and also being a champion swimmer, um, she she has to, I, I just don't even know how she does it. I'm I'm married to a physician. I was there when he was pre-med and it took all of his energy.
0: So I just, I love that. I was like, okay, it, it just makes a little more human. I'm getting to know Maria. And I was just like, oh, that's a good example of that. And the only thing I thought of, and again, this is probably Dave pulling out his magnifying glass in, in tweezers. You would hit before, and I really like that line, the object is to win the practice. So you actually, when she said that, said, you actually did a recap there. Like She said that and you're like, wow, that's really good. I'm writing that down, win the practice. And then I think you actually expanded on that a little more. You really should, that's the idea. You're supposed to win at practice. And then when you got to the recap and you said it again, I was kind of like, okay, I, I, I've actually heard that twice already. And this is okay. the third time. But that was, on the other hand, it's a really good point. <laughs> So, but I was kind of like, yeah, okay, we've, ar- we've already done that one. But the did- recap of the show
1: was probably my favorite part yeah. of the show because here I am sitting in a room with two world champions and I- I'm getting what they found most valuable. Then I know it's got to be gold. Like, if, if win the practice is what they think is the right stuff to do, then that's what I'm writing down. Yeah. Like, I thought that was like, I know what my takeaways are. This kind of like, um, reinforced and reassured me that I had the right takeaways.
0: Yeah. It, that was, I'm with you. That was my uh, probably my favorite part. Cause again, um, I just saw on your website where your sister-in-laws. So that explains some of the ke- chemistry. I'm assuming you guys have known yeah. each other for a while. Yeah. Um, We're best friends. No, yeah. there you go. That's even better. Yeah. So there was a great chemistry and uh, it just kind of, you kind of play off each other really nice. The other thing, is that I heard. And I was like, mm, again, this is just a tweak. It's, it's just a little polish is you like to announce your transitions. So here's an example.
2: Um, let's wrap it up with our action items. And then uh, we'll do our quote of the week. And that will be another another show here. So Maria, what uh, what action items do you uh, an action item that that our listeners can do?
0: So you heard me earlier say, Hey, Eric, do you have any other questions? Right, right. I'm going to yank that out of there because I don't know, Just just, I don't know. It's just a thing for me. I'm like, don't say, Hey, Eric, you going to, you want to go to the lightning round?
2: Right. Right. And this is, this is co-host dynamics, which is, is what Maria and I, so Maria and I are best friends. We, we talk a lot on the phone outside of our podcast. We vacation together. She's married to my brother, who's my other best friend. So we have, we have very little tension if there's ever anything between us, but uh, she, she was doing this weird thing, which you could go back and look at some of our earlier podcasts where I would say, do you have anything else? Mm. And she would not, she did not want to say the word. No, she just did not Mm. feel comfortable saying no. She said, I felt (laughs) funny. She said, I felt like I didn't, I wasn't contributing or something. So she would start this circular, you know, I'd say, do you have anything else? Well, um, she would try to come up with something else when we were clearly done, which is <laughs> where I've now stopped asking her, do you have anything else? Because we can't see each other. We're in different states. And um, so now I just, I give her the transition so she knows that we're moving on. So any tips or tricks for that? Because that it's more of a code between us as co-hosts that, all right, we're done with the, the takeaways, we're moving on to the action items.
1: So what you could do in that situation then, if Dave and I are going to do that and we're going to go into our action items, rather than saying, uh, now it's time for the action items, which signals we're ending that part and we're starting something new. So if you need to leave, now's a good time to leave because we finished doing what we're doing and now we're starting something new. Here's a great time to get out. You know, so what I would do is as we f- wrap that up, I would say, uh, all right, Dave, what are two action items you have for the week? I, I would just dive right into it. And Dave would go, oh, action item number one, uh, time management, action item number two, yada, yada. And so rather than saying now it's time for, or we're ending that and we're starting anew, I would just dive headfirst into it. Give me your two action items and let's roll with it.
2: Eric, I'm, I'm loving your swimming, ac- or your swimming, uh <laughs>
1: thing. <laughs> Dive right into
0: it. Yeah.
2: Dive right
0: in. And another way you can transition is to just, uh, like, just le- like, let's say I say, you know, I, someday I'm going to make it out to Omaha. Now at the end of the show, like a transition is just that half a second where you just end the sentence. Mm. Now let's talk about the end of the show or, or, uh, or I could have just said, one of the things I really liked about the end of the show is the quote of the week. Is it the quote of the week or the quote of the episode or quote of the week? week. week. I said, that was another really cool part. You just kind of, you just, you have that sentence that just kind of says we're done now. One of my favorite things too, Eric, about the show was the quote of the week. In fact, I've actually got a clip right here and you just roll. I've got a clip right here that has the quote of the week and it just rolls right into the end. So let's go ahead and take a listen to the quote of the week and the end of the show. Um,
2: Well, then those are a couple of action items and we have uh, another show that is wrapped and we're going to do the quote of the week and then come back and say goodbye.
4: This week's quote of the week is from Helen Keller. Character cannot be developed in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired and success achieved.
2: So Maria, thank you so much for doing this. While I know you're moving and it's a tough week, but uh, you know somebody like yeah. Madison is such an inspiration, isn't she? She is. Uh, it's
5: the, the time that we spent with Madison was well worth it, um, in terms of inspiring me to to go out there and, and do better. So yeah, no, it was it's been gr- uh, terrific.
2: All right, well, all right, listeners. Hope
5: to see you next week. Thanks. Yeah, looking forward to, um, we'd we'd love your comments. Please uh, like and share our uh, Facebook page and also uh, subscribe on YouTube.
2: We are so grateful that you spent this time with us today and we hope that you heard something that inspired, motivated, and educated you. Signing off for myself and my champion co-host, Maria Parker, we hope you'll join us again soon and we know you can be a champion. Thank you for listening and please see below for a copy of the show notes for any links or important information that we've referenced here.
4: You've been listening to the Champions Mojo podcast, designed to make you feel inspired, motivated and educated. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify and Google Play. Also visit championsmojo.com to learn more.
0: And up come the bubbles. And I just I just I just heard something that I didn't catch the first time. Then you're going to like, oh, really? I got to change the voiceover guy again. Uh, Google Play Music.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask you about Google Podcasts. Yeah,
0: Google Play Music only is available in North America and heavily rumored to not make it to probably, definitely probably not 2021. I would change that to Google Podcasts. Uh, Eric, thoughts on the ending? I thought the ending was was.
1: Decent. Um, it felt kind of clunky here and there. I thought the calls to action were okay, you know. Subscribe to the show and visit the website for more. Um, but I really need kind of a what's in it for me. Like, what am I gonna get at the website if I go over there other than the show notes or, you know, uh for more details or something? I don't know. Like give me a, a real benefit of heading over to the website. One thing I would uh suggest you do is add your name to your clothes. You say signing off for myself and my champion co-host uh, Maria Parker. You know, thanks for being here, or something like that. And you never give us your name again. You know, if you watch uh, like sportscasts, ESPN stuff like that, they say uh, something like, "For my co-host Dave Jackson, I'm Eric Johnson. Thanks for being here." And they go away. Oh, and cool. you know, so they, so I would find a way to squeeze your name in there too, just a, a little branding opportunity there. Otherwise. To me, it just kind of felt like we stopped rather than we wrapped it all up. Like, give me a reason, continue the, you know, Maria does a nice job plugging the Facebook page. Why am I going over there? Are we going to continue the discussion there? Are we going to talk about our, our guest over there? Are we going to share some swim tips there? Are we going to, you know, I don't know, show pictures of our vacation? Why am I going to the, to the, to the Facebook page? Like, give, give me a reason.
2: Do you think the double plug is okay? Cause she plugs it at the end and then the, the voiceover, voiceover guy
0: does. does. Yeah. I noticed does. that.
2: And so what do you think of that? You think that's.
0: Too-
1: I, I like to clean it up. I don't mind if you plug the same thing twice, but I would just plug one th- like, what's the one thing you want your audience to do? Like, what is the, if, okay. if the, the show ends, what's the next thing you want them to do and make that okay. the call to action. If if going over and liking your Facebook page is the thing, then make that the thing. If it's if you have a newsletter on your website and that's the thing, great, make that the thing. Just pick one, so I so I don't have twenty seven things to do. It'd be like walking into practice and saying, "Okay, ladies, here's what I want you to do today: one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, go get it done." And they're like, "Where do I start? Like, what do I?" This is ridiculous. You know, no, you have, okay, from 9 to 9, 10, we're going to do this. And from 9, 10 to 9, we're going to do that. But the first thing I want you to do is this, right? We're going to we're going to stretch or we're going to warm up or we're going to, whatever the first thing is, that's what your call to action should be. Whatever that one next thing is, make that the call to action and make and, it clear and, and yeah. have them go do it.
2: What do you guys recommend? What Where should, if we want to eventually get sponsors and get, is that based on downloads? Do I send them all straight to Libsyn link or, you know, uh, because, you know, Dave, I was going to tell you after a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful consult that you gave me, I forgot about all our YouTube numbers. So every episode that's in Libsyn, uh, we've got, you know, not uh, about a mirror of, of what we have on YouTube. So some people are, some people are really listening on YouTube. In fact, the Only guy that's ever written us a really detailed fan letter said he listens on YouTube.
1: I don't think there's a right answer of the one thing. You know, what's the one right thing that we can't answer that. You you need to figure out what that is. You can't tell
2: me the two, the one thing, and then not tell me what the one thing is. So
1: so let's say um, I, I would say you want to send them to a place you own. So I would not make your one thing my Facebook page right? because Facebook could change a bunch of stuff, go away, you know, uh, be taken over by the Russians. Who knows? (laughs) I would not send them there. I would either send them to your website or to get on your your mailing list if you create a mailing list. But, you know, if you say, hey, if you want to get in contact with us and you want to engage with us more, you have questions for the show, uh, you want to see our pretty faces, uh, head on over to the website. Everything you need to know is right there at the website. Matter of fact, you can even find a link to our YouTube page. It's all over at championmojo.com. Okay. And just make awesome. and send everybody. So the one thing you want them to do is go check out the website. Our website's awesome. We just put, had a new makeover done. We, got, we have a new theme up. We, have, uh, we just posted pictures from the Olympic trials. We have whatever. And it's over at the website. Go to the website, go to the website, go to the website. Because you own the website. And if you can get the traffic there, then you can tell them what to do from there. But if every week you're saying this week on the website, here's the treat we have for you. You know, we have three exercises you can do before you get in the pool that will help you be more limber or that will help you from your back aching the next morning or whatever it is. You know, if you haven't been in the pool for three weeks, here's how you can avoid all that pain. You know, three roller roller exercises you could do prior to getting in the pool that will help your muscles something like that, but yeah. send them to the website for whatever that is.
2: Yes. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah. Cause the reason we kind of say it depends is if your goal is to sell more copies of your book and your courses, and it's all about, I need to make some money with my products. I'm going to say, go over to the website and sign up for my newsletter. Cause as the reason they say the money's in the list is cause the money's in the list. Mm-hmm. Um, cause now I'm, I'm one click away from buying something when you open up that email where if I'm trying to grow my audience, I'm going to say, hey, go over to the website, championsmojo.com, click on the listen tab at the top, and you can subscribe and all, you know, find our show wherever, find podcasts or listen to. But I've made it easy. Go over to the website, click on listen. Again, it's championsmojo.com. We'll see you next week. Until then, happy swimming and don't drown or whatever you're, you know.
2: <laughs> I love it. So I, I have to ask you guys, this, this is the, the clunkiness at the end. Mm-hmm. Happens. Every single time, because when Maria and I talk on the phone, we're best friends. We've been best friends for many years. She got me through breast cancer, held my hand, went through surgery with me. Every time we start to close, we've even said it sometimes and had to cut it out. We say, I love you. Love you. And so it's just, it's like, it's like always, you know, running at a certain pace and then telling you, you can't run at that pace. So we're, we're we're wrapping it up. We've had a nice conversation. That's why we started the podcast because we have talked about how to become successful and, and cheer each other on for years. And then we end by saying, love you, honey, love you, love you. And so it's so hard not to say, I love you to one another. And so What's wrong with love? At first I was like, let's just do it. Let's be known as the podcast where the co-hosts love each other. I, I, but I, I, so what do you think?
0: Oh, I think it's perfect uh, for me. Uh, Jessica Kufferman and Elsie Escobar do a show called she podcasts. It's about podcasting from the women's perspective and the end of their show. The last thing they say is love you. And then Jessica goes, mean it. And that's how they end their show. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um,
1: And I think, I think I would bring in a lot, a little bit of that, that you're more than just friends, that you're best friends and that, you know, your sister's in law, like, like, yeah. yeah, like you have, there's so much parallel universe between the two of you that I would play a little bit more of that up. Like there is that, that sisterly love there. And at the end of it, you know, that's, you just devise a close that has that in there. Like, hey, I can't wait to do this all again next week with you, sis. You know, yeah, love you. Love you, too. And then we're out.
2: Okay. So you guys are two manly men. And I just, you know, I I know the women will be fine with it. I just don't know if the guys will be like, I, you know.
0: Eric, I don't say I love you enough,
1: buddy. (laughs) I love you, man. I say love you at the end of every show. (laughs) We just edit it out because we're
0: uncomfortable with it. Oh,
3: that's great.
0: The other thing you can do with clunkiness That I've seen other hosts do is since you're in two different places, use a Google Doc. So you're all actually, you're both actually on the same page. And that way, if I see Eric has four points and I have four points, and I just hear Eric go through his last point and I've gone through my last one, I don't have to say, well, let's go to the lightning round. I know it's time for the lightning round because he's out of bullets. And so (laughs) I can just say, you know hey this week in the lightning now we're going to ask you five questions in 3 seconds and you know whatever it is so i've seen people do that i did uh there's a guy in florida his name's glenn hebert he does uh we call him glenn the geek and he does his show live and i went on his show once and it was a very well oiled machine <laughs> you know and he said like you know at this at 9:15 we're going to this so you kind of wow. saw exactly i'm not that like i like the conversation to kind of flow naturally but you kind of know you kind of knew where to start looking for the transition, but he, I knew exactly where it was going. And so sometimes having that there and especially your intro and outro, as long as it doesn't sound like all of a sudden you're reading the end of your podcast, cause it's the end of the, don't do that. But I've, I've seen people that will have the, the beginning and intro kind of scripted out and they script it in a way that it's, it's written the way you talk, not the way you write. So it doesn't sound like you're you're reading it. I've seen people do that too. So, and then after a while, it, you just have it memorized and you just start spouting your intro and outro. You, it's like you pull your string and and go from there. So uh, the other thing you can do, talking about driving people to your website and speaking that, uh, if you're listening to this right now, we do have audio out at the website again, podcast review show. We'll do our best to t- to explain what we're looking at, but we're looking at their website again is championsmojo.com. I love the fact that you've got, for me, when I went to it, uh, you've got your picture right there. And again, you can kind of see the, to me, it just seems like, wow, here's two people that like each other. Uh, it's just a great picture. You've got that there, mindset, motivation, and more underneath, above the picture there. You've got your navigation at the top. Uh, Eric, what was your first impression of the website? I like the cleanness of it. Um,
1: I like the, the easy navigation, the tabs up top with the home listen episodes, all were easy to find. But again, you know, going back to the name of the show at the top there yeah. where it says Champions Mojo, Mindset, Motivation, and more doesn't tell me anything about swimming. The only hint of swimming is the little water thing under the mojo. That was my concern regarding just the continuity of the message. But I love the cleanness of it. I love the fact that the episode is uh, right here on the homepage. Like, it's super easy to find. You have a nice contact button and... um I like really clean websites, and this felt like that.
0: The only thing I saw, and I just found it as we were clicking around earlier is when you go to episodes, this is a great page. it shows you all the the different episodes you have, and, and there're all this great graphics and the you know, lots of people holding medals and smiling because they're happy. Somebody's smush. Was this mud in her face? What's going on there? But anyway,
2: doing Ram. Yeah.
0: ah, Okay. But what I'm confused on is when I say click for, in this case, number seven, you take me, Oh, that's a YouTube. Okay. The, the one I did earlier, it took me to Libsyn. Now these are all going to YouTube.
2: They used to go to YouTube. Now they go to Libsyn. At some point we changed going from, uh, YouTube
0: to Libsyn. Uh, Because what I was thinking is to get more traffic to your website. Yeah. This takes me over to Libsyn's site for uh, the one we just listened to with uh, Madison. Yeah. It
2: probably goes back about five where we're going to Libsyn maybe.
0: So what I would do is I would take, you can still do this on your Libsyn page because you've got great show notes here with your topics. Here's all the topics we talked about, the quote of the week, action items. Uh, You have all the links to, uh, Facebook and things like that. Why isn't this on your website? Cause it is kind of on the front page. When it is
2: I, on the front page.
0: Okay. So I guess the problem is if I wanted to link to episode 25 on your site, I can't usually, and I always say a, a podcast episode is just a blog post with some media associated to it. So where this is one page with all of your episodes on it, I'm assuming it just keeps going and going and going here. It's hard to share episode 16 without sending them to Lipson or YouTube. So, plus, you can have, you can kind of tweak that post for maybe you're talking about determination or goal setting or whatever it is. You can tweak that post for that keyword, where here you have one page with a bunch of different episodes. Uh, You can just maybe get a little more Google juice by having each episode have its own blog post and then uh, keep people there on your website. Because the other thing is, the longer people stay on your website, the more Google goes, well, that's interesting. Every time somebody goes over to this website, they hang out for about 10 minutes. Well, of course, Google doesn't know it's because they're sitting here hitting play and listening. But when they go to this other swimming website, they go over for about two minutes and leave. So by having that, it's just going to get you a little more. Google Juice and Plus if you send out and I I know you do you send out things to your the people that you've interviewed you could say hey here's the link to my website where our interview is now if they have a website and they link back to your website that really I every day I open up my email and somebody's asking me to put a link to their website from my website so here's an easy way to get that you just ask your guest hey can you you know either on your website or in your email or things like that that's just an easy way to get a little more SEO from uh from your website. So it's not a, again, this isn't something that's like, oh, holy cow. Cause you did send them right to where they can listen. And you've done a great job on your Libsyn page where you have all the subscribe buttons up here. So that makes it easy. I would just uh, keep them on your website because you can actually embed this player uh, into your website would, would actually match your kind of white background and you could actually uh, make this little button here. That's black. You can match that to maybe the blue, That's uh, over there. But that was just something I thought, hmm, you could probably get a little more Google juice out of that by uh, a
1: great example of that is in the questionnaire that you filled out, which episode did you want us to listen to? And you put the episode in the episode link in that document. So I clicked on that and and it sent me over to this page here, this Libsyn page. And part of our review is to review your website. I didn't realize you had a website. I figured, oh, well, then this Libsyn page, she must just host her podcast on the Libsyn page and must not have a a website until I, uh, about halfway through the episode, you know, I'm reading through your notes that you'd sent us. And then I noticed at the top, you had a link to the website. And I went, oh, well, wait a minute, there is a website. And so that's when I bounced over to check that out. So it's just, it's a great way if you have it on your, a dedicated blog entry on your website that has the podcast embedded into it. And you want somebody to go back and listen to episode 16, you can just send them straight over to your website to that particular page and everything for that episode's on that page.
2: So a blog entry. So this website does have blogging and you have different days. Yeah. So I would just put the and link in a blog entry.
1: Yeah, you just create a blog post, create a new post. And okay. then in that post, usually down bottom, um, Dave, do you have to use a plugin in in order to do
0: that? No, what you can do there, there are two types of uh, there, there are posts and pages uh, in in WordPress and a page is something like contact us directions. If I'm a a restaurant or something like that about things that don't change, something I always want to be there where a post is your episode. So if I click, I'm showing the school of podcasting here and you can see here are all my episodes. And that way if I'm on my website, or from an Eric's website over at podcasttalentcoach.com, I can go right and, you know, Eric's got this great one about how to make a lead magnet or something like that. All I have to do is grab this link here that's blue on my website and I can send them right to this particular episode. So if I say, oh yeah, here, and I put this into an email and I go click here to listen, it takes them right to that page and there's my player and they can, you know, here's all my show notes, et cetera, et cetera. And so- and then the other thing you can do is I didn't in this example, but if I said, "Hey, uh, previously I talked to Eric about this in episode 37," I can put a link to that. And it's kind of weird; it's a weird Google thing. When you have links to your own website from your own website, it can kind of help your Google juice as well. So, yeah, when you when you create your blog post and you go down
1: and you look at the, uh, the SEO stuff, it'll say, Hey, you don't have any internal links in this blog post. Like you didn't link to something else on your website to keep them on your website longer. But when you, when you uh, post your audio to Libsyn, it'll give you a direct download link. You just copy that direct download link and then put it in the blog post.
0: Yeah. You can also just grab the, in fact, you have it right here on here. You have the player. And so mm-hmm. you would put this on the player and that's just when you uh go to your episodes. So here's here's mine and I'll just go previously published in my Libsyn dashboard. And if I want to put this particular player on my website, it's the third link from the left, this little chain link and I could and then you're using the legacy player, which is not horrible, but I like the custom player because I can in my case I have it I have the blue that matches the school of podcasting. And I just click on this and say, Hey, give me the code. And it shows me what it's going to look like. And I can copy and paste that into my website in Presto instant player. So I think that's, I don't know if your editor or website guy is doing that, but so
2: great, great. Awesome.
0: But other than that, I thought the the website was great. Um, you know, you, that's another way. If you want to get people to your website, if you just say, Oh, if you'd like to know more about Madison, I've got links to her out at the website along with pictures. Uh, Cause some people are like, Oh, I want to, I don't know. I think I know this person. Uh, so if there's anything, I know we had somebody that did uh boat tours, a podcast, and they had video and I'm like, Oh, mention that because you just, you just got me all excited about it. this. Sounds really fun. And now you say, Oh, I've got a video of it. I'm like the people that really want to dive into that are going to jump in and, uh, and do that. So, uh, but all in all, I thought, you know, I, I, this is always such a weird backwards uh, compliment. I've seen much worse, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, really it's, it's, uh, and it's well thought out. You you kind of have a color scheme. I like this up here this week's show. I thought that was a nice touch with the little flowers on top. Uh, but all in all, um, you know, it, like I say, nothing super wrong. Just, Hey, you could tweak this and get a little more Google juice by uh, just keeping the post there on your website. So. Great,
2: great yeah. stuff.
0: So, Eric, as we start to wrap up, uh, final thoughts here on championsmojo.com.
1: I liked it. I thought the interview was solid. I thought you guys asked great questions. Uh, You really get to the heart of a champion and what it takes to be there. Overall, one thing I would recommend you do, we really didn't talk much about this during the show. Uh, I would try and focus on talking to one person as if, you know, me as the listener, I'm sitting in eavesdropping on your conversation. And so talk directly to me. Um, Sometimes you're coaching uh, your coaching background comes in and you talk about the group. Like, so if uh, you bring a presenter in to talk to the team, you're like, do you have any uh, advice for our our players, our team, our, our listeners, our group? You know, and in podcasting, it's just me. I'm listening in my headphones. And so when you say things like, um, do you have any advice for our listeners? You know, they have goals out there. Like our listeners are somewhere out there separate from us when actually your listener is right here in the moment in their headphones and just they're a third person in your conversation so if you and maria are having this conversation i'm just sitting there on the couch listening in and so if you're talking to maria say if you are looking to take some action this week maria's got some great advice for you maria what do you what what are your uh, action points for this week you know what you say what are your action items that our listeners can do instead of saying our listeners like they're this faceless group out there. Mm-hmm. Talk to that one person, yeah. you know, That's I like, a, yeah, I how like does the,
2: that phrase sound like, like it, uh, if I'm interviewing a, a big coach and I say, so um, what would you tell, how do you feel? How do you replace our listeners?
1: You, um, us. What would like, you tell I, us, I'm, I'm one. Of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Dave, Dave, when we're, when we're podcasting, what would you suggest we do when we're doing that thing? Or, you know, when I, when I'm, when we're battling something like that, what's the best piece of advice that you can give us to, to overcome that, and, you know, or if someone wanted to find your book, where would they find it? Like, hmm. like it's, it is that
0: external oh, person. That. And then when I usually, when I open, ahead, my, when I open my show, I usually don't say, I want to thank everybody for listening. I go, I, I thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. You you do it really well at the end of the show. Cause at the end of the show, you
1: say, you know what? I really want to thank you for being here this week and spending time with us and listening to our interview. I hope you come back and listen. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do that. You talk directly to me at the end of the show. Just try and do that through the rest of the show.
0: And that's where you'll get the things. When you go to these swim meets, people come up to you and you go, you know, I listen to your podcast and I feel like you're talking to me and you go, it's because I am. But yeah, for me, I, I first of all, you had a great guest with a great story. You you really kind of walked her right through it. I thought it was great. And again, I'm, I, for me, the ums drove me crazy, but that's probably just me. I really liked at the end, again, when you guys did the recap, because you did a great job of, of bringing yourself into it, but not just read. I've seen people, like I say, that do recaps that are ridiculously long. It's like, no, here's the highlights of the episode. And, and I love the fact you guys, what one was one for you? So it wasn't like, we're just going to recap the episode. It's like, these are the things that stood out to me. And I'm with Eric when it's like, when I have two coaches, two champions saying this was the important stuff. uh, That's the stuff that uh, really works. So any questions? I think the the show
1: is really unique because you guys are champions and you know, the right questions Mm -hmm. to ask. And that really comes through when you ask questions like you did when you said, is there tactics or mindset that you use that to help you get through that? Mm. Because that's what separates champions from the average good player. It's, it's the, the mental game. It's 90% talent, but that 10% mental game, if you can master that, then that puts you head and shoulders above everybody else. And I think you guys have the, the experience and the knowledge and the history to really get into that mental part of the game. And that's what I loved
0: about your show. Well, one of the things I loved, one of my favorite lines that I didn't even really think about it, but when she said it, I was like, oh yeah, that's true. If she says, I can't, I forget how she put it. Something like she's amazed at how much time she puts in every single day, month in and month out for a two minute race. And I was Mm -hmm. like, Holy yeah. cow! And I was like, "That is that was a great line." So, uh, any any final questions for us as we start to wrap things up?
2: Gosh, uh, you guys have given me so much great stuff. I, I'm you know I'm just gonna go revamp and rethink and talk to Maria, and I, I'm really excited that you know we've got this recorded so we can. <laughs> Review it and review it. So yeah, I do, I do want to show you my champions mojo t shirt. Oh, there can we go. Awesome. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Champions mojo.
1: <laughs> so we
2: do have a pro team. Uh, we we have several world, you know, champion type swimmers who tweet out and do our social media. So these are the shirts they wear. But um, yeah, great great stuff. I I'm just I'm so grateful, and I thank you guys a lot. Thank you.
1: Well, as you talk to Maria and she listens to it and she goes, did you ask him about that? And you're going, oh, no, I, I forgot know. that But yeah. Just shoot us an email. We'll be more than happy to cover yeah. it for you. Thank
0: you. And again, you can find Kelly over at championsmojo.com. You can find me over at schoolofpodcasting.com and uh, you can find Eric over at podcasttalentcoach.com. Eric, if somebody wants to, uh, Kelly's got the, uh, you know, she's got the, the seat all warmed up for us. If somebody wants to get reviewed, what should they do? we would love to have you on the show and review your podcast right in front
1: of you. We still haven't made anybody cry. We've been trying to make people cry every week and, and we haven't <laughs> been able to, it'll happen someday. I'm sure. Uh, but if you'd like to be on the show, head on over to podcastreviewshow.com right there on the front page. You can get all the details on getting in here and we can help you just like we helped Kelly and Maria.
0: Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again real soon with another episode of the podcast review show.
2: Love you guys (laughs) Mean it Mean it